Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. My name is Jason. This week's episode is brought to you by Insert Your Name Here. Insert your name there because you brought this podcast to yourself. You have done this to your own self. Unless you're riding in a car with someone else who's listening. And to you, we say, we're very sorry. If you're a child and your parent is making you listen to this, you should probably call Child Services. My name is KJ, and in this week's episode, we have Brad Weiss sitting in the third chair with us again. Welcome back, Professor Brad. In this week's Week in Review, I had a laundry list of things that happened this week that we could have talked about, but fear not, we narrowed it down to just two things. So, you're welcome. After that, we'll talk some real thoughts that start in one place, and you're not going to believe this, but end up in a place that is entirely different than where we began at the start when we started. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Hey, what is up this fortnight? <laughs> Good is up. <laughs> Good is up. Brad Weiss has joined us again in the third chair. Welcome back, Professor. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> that sounded almost ah. like a question. <laughs> I was Thank you for having think, me back. I was trying to think of like what was I actually thankful for, and I guess I'm <laughs> thankful for your having me back. That's, <laughs> that's good enough for me. Um, and you, you know why else good is up? Tell us why is good up. I have finally risen to the next level. I've uh, finally joined you, Jason. I've joined that enviable club of people on Twitter who are followed by wait for it. Tay uh, can I guess? Yeah. Yes, yes. Tay Diggs, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I am hashtag blessed. Nice. Did you did you tweet something about his all American show that he's on? No, all I he tweeted a cute video or he retweeted a cute dog video and and I liked his retweet and then like thirty Minutes later, I think I got a notification that Tay Diggs is now following you. All I did was nice. like a sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do anything. That's even better. I just, I just got followed out of nowhere, just for no reason whatsoever. You must have tweeted something that somehow caught his people's team, his team of people's attention yeah. or something. I, I've never... I mean, he's fine. I, I, I think he's a good actor, and he seems he like is a good fine. dude. But yeah, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Um, was he in? Okay, this is that we're gonna play. I, we probably shouldn't do this, but we're gonna play this. What was he in? I know he was in like um, a couple of those, uh, like um, the wood. Was he in that one? Um, the, the wood. Yes, he was. I believe. And I, I think he so, was yeah. in um, Stella. Got a groove back, yes. right? Okay, yes. that's where I know him. That's where mainly right. I. He was if also you say Tay Diggs, that's what I think. He was in what? Is it, he was in Rent. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where he uh, hooked up with Adina Menzel. I'm pretty sure. I think. I would imagine. 
Wait, he's to get he's dating or married to a He Dina was Menzel? married to Adina oh. Menzel. They are no longer married. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Adele Dazeem. Right. Adele yeah, Dazeem. Who's a, who's Adina Mendez? I only know Adele Dazeem. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And he did didn't he do a spin-off of uh, Grey's Anatomy? Didn't he do that? I think yes, he was in private some... practice. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. I, was that another Shonda Rhimes show? Yes. Uh, I think so. I, I watched okay. maybe the first five episodes of that, and I kind of knew what that show was going to all be. Grey's Anatomy about. is still on the air. That, I'm I sure know. I'm, I'm offending what? many of your audience now when I <laughs> express tremendous <laughs> surprise at that. At that yeah. fact, well, that I, is really I, like, wow. I think I'm right that Jay Babs is a huge Grey's Anatomy fan and still watches well, it. Excellent. So you're not offending. I'm sorry for her loss. <laughs> no. Um. Okay, well, a lot has gone on here, so I'm just going to give you a list of things, and you can pick if you want to hear any of them. Otherwise, I'll just go. So I have a. So what you're saying is none of going? the above is, is an option. None of the above is an option. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I have a, a new new nuisance of the North. We have our first okay. snowfall and snowplow, windshield mm. windshield woes, my caribou coffee letdown. There's some choices. Wow. They all sound like they're kind of of a piece. Like it's like, you know, winter is coming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And here are the consequences. The winter of KJ's discontent is yes. here. Oh, that's for sure. Um, well, I'm going to tell you. I, you, you obviously are having a lot of trouble picking because they all sound so. <laughs> that's uh, true. You know, yeah, how could possibly? So, it's like picking your pick favorite child. You. I mean, I couldn't. And do I'm it. gonna. I'm gonna. We we can now. <laughs> add... I mean, we all know. Come on. We all, as parents, know which one's the favorite. Yeah, sure. We I'm all have our favorite. <laughs> oh, no. So I'll tell them to their faces. You'll tell them to their faces that they're their fav- your favorite? <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. you got to give the other one a little incentive to step it up. <laughs> Earn my love and attention. Well, I have told none of these varmints that they're my favorite. So, <laughs> along with moles, voles, gophers... Groundhogs, we, we have a, a new nuisance that we can add to the list of nuisance animals on my property, and that is coyotes. Ooh. Oh. Okay, well, that's actually could be good. It could be good for the moles and voles. For the rest of them. But not for yeah. Emmylou Hare's the terrier. No. Oh, yeah. Unlikely. Well, does she stay inside most of the time? She does. Um, but... I'll tell you, okay, so we saw him three or four times. The first few times, not so menacing. He's just kind of wandering around the perimeter of the property. Mm-hmm. Was he holding a sign that said Acme, <laughs> riding a rocket? Yes. Okay. But at first when we saw him, we thought he might be a fox. We saw it was quite a ways away, uh-huh. and it was was kind of a reddish tan coat. And I always mm-hmm. think of a coyote as more of a grayish coat. But um, got the binoculars out. Definitely a coyote. Google imaged it and confirmed coyote. So then, you know, I went for a couple walks in the next few days and had Emmy the Lou Terry, Terry Emmy the Lou with me, mm. and off leash though, and uh, saw some scat in several different spots that were too big mm. for Emmy, but not deer. Um, definitely coyote or what it looks like coyote dung and mm-hmm. so those were fine Wait, you said you said dung right i did i said coyote okay. dung. yeah okay so the but the fourth time not the fourth time was 
a little more menacing, and that was looking out the back patio door, which is where Emmy goes potty. So we let her out that door, and she does her business and comes back in. Well, the coyote figured this out, and the coyote, it was, mm. it was supper time, so it was just starting to get dark, and all you could see was sort of greenish eyes glowing at you. And mm. it's probably about 40 feet above us, lying in wait. Or is it laying in wait? What is it, Brad? Lying or laying? I'm going to get in trouble if I answer that one, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I think so lying. He's, I'm going to say lying in wait, but that's... Okay, you know, so he's in the tall the, grass. Go ahead and at me. That's fine. He's in the tall grass, staring at the patio door, essentially looking, waiting for Emmy Lou to come out. Wow. Yeah. So the Hall of Famer went out and clapped her hands and scared him away. And that was two days ago. And we haven't seen him since. But that was a little bit. So then we had to start putting Emmy on a leash to take her out to go do her business. Because apparently mm. you don't mess with these coyotes. They will attack small dogs. Oh, yeah. They will. I think, it, I mean, well. It's all habitat, right? I mean, if there's other stuff, they'd rather not attack a small dog. I think that wouldn't be their preference. They'll do it if mm-hmm. they, if that's what's right. most available to them. And usually, I mean, where I, where I grew up in Southern California, coyotes just like, I mean, literally there were dogs in our neighborhood that were mixed breed coyote something. Sure. Because <laughs> um, they were just so pervasive. And they would attack small dogs, but only like you'd say, oh, that's how you know it's a drought. Because they're coming down and they're going after the small dogs. Because obviously mm-hmm. they would be much happier with a squirrel um, or something that's not going to, you know, fight back. Um, yeah, or something that is nearby human. It's human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 much as much as they are interested in Emmy. They're much more afraid of you. <laughs> right. So, so I. Think but I would, that the just... other thing I I would have thought like they're pack animals, so you wouldn't just see a coyote. Wouldn't you see like I mean, not that there are necessarily hundreds of them, but you would see. I would expect two or three. Well, I don't That's know. That's what I was going to say. I've mm. always just seen one coyote with, as Jason referred to, with the Acme sign. I've never yeah, seen him in well, pack. That's I was going to say, yes. Yeah, so... Well, what, you have, what you have to be concerned about is the Jurassic Park situation, well, where you're looking that. at one, it's yeah. drawing your attention, <laughs> right, and the, while the other and one the, is sneaking up behind you. Uh, yeah. So far, we've only seen one, and I was thinking the same thing. Well, maybe does this, something wrong with it? Does it have rabies? You know, I don't even know if mm. coyotes get rabies. I'm sure they do, but it may so be, it may be mo- moving around in a way that, like, you see it as one, but then it's got another. There's another couple somewhere that there's, that it's going by. Yeah. In other words, it's hunting out out and about by itself, and then it goes back. Well, I did a Wikipedia search, so everything I've learned must be correct. Um, mm-hmm. The male coyote sometimes oh will, you know, go off a hundred up to a hundred miles to hunt by himself. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I have seen I no evidence that. of any, just one coyote. And so we, we contacted the DNR. I knew what, I thought I knew what the answer was, but they, they don't come out and they don't conduct nuisance animal removal. Hmm. But they did. They consider a coyote a nuisance animal? They do. And he, this is hmm. what the gentleman at the DNR, he said, coyotes are an unregulated species, so they can be taken trapped or shot without a permit or license, except right. that they may not be shot at night with a light. Well, I mean, I think it's clear what, you're, what you have to do. 
Oh, and the Hall of Famer's dad could not be more happy because he's a hunter and he's been trying to mm-hmm. give us guns for years. So apparently <laughs> when we go when we go to Thanksgiving dinner, we will be getting a shotgun from him. That's good. Yeah. I would see I mean if he has like a twenty two rifle, that'd be about the speed you need to take that thing out. I don't I it might be a he it was it was called a shotgun to me, but it also I guess it he said, you got 15 shots at it because it's semi-automatic in some form, I guess. Oh what? What? Wait, <laughs> it's totally wait, wait. unnecessary. I don't know if that's a shotgun. What? Well, maybe semi-automatic's <laughs> not the right term, but he said you have 15. Maybe if you put one Clicks. cartridge in, it has 15 shots or something, and you can just go boom, 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 boom. That's semi-automatic. That's like a tactical shotgun, <laughs> like you see in like in the in the military. Can you vis? I think you guys can both visualize me doing, you know, holding this shotgun. Sure. Yeah, that shotgun. That shotgun is going to be as big as you are. <laughs> I you're going to shoot that, and you're going to be like tumbling over backwards after one shot. I, I guess we're going to do some target practice um, at how or uh, Thanksgiving. I don't know. I'm not doing it. Have you ever shot a shotgun? No, I've only shot okay. uh, really like a pistol. Okay, shotgun oh. is way different than. Oh, I know. There's like, a kickback. A pistol. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Be prepared for that. I would. I would not go shotgun because that's up close. More. It's. It's. I would go like small caliber rifle. Because then you could shoot that thing from you know a good distance away. away and be pretty accurate. Wow. And, Maybe that's what and, it is. I mean, I don't know. It'll probably be in the hall of fame correction. How close have you? Like how close have has it been to you? Um, yeah, give us a range finder. Well, the time that it was staring into our house, yeah. waiting for the dog, it was only about thirty feet away. Oh, that you don't need. A shot. You do not need a rifle for that. <laughs> That's true. I literally had friends who thing. used to go out with BB guns and shoot coyotes. I'm not sure that they killed any, but they definitely shot coyotes with a BB gun. Well, then if you that. if you kill it, then you have to get rid of it. Well, let nature take its course. Well, then more animals could be attracted to the area of you know my property. Well, that's why you got more bullets. Yeah. Well, they suggested you bury it, but if the ground's too hard, um, I insert that it is. At this point, yeah. since our first snowfall, um, then you have to like drag it way away, put it in a car. I don't know, throw it in a ravine, get it as far away as you can. Really? That's what uh, the Hall of Famer's dad said, and he sounded huh. like he had some experience with coyotes. I mean, he's a he's a deer hunter, but yeah, he, they they live out in the middle of nowhere too. So, so well, I feel like if you killed it and left it laying out there, it would be a warning to all the other coyotes that showed up. They'd be like, nope. <laughs> She ain't messing around. I got to get out of here. Or maybe that it would just be. unleash un- unleash every vole and chipmunk within, a, you know, a, a, a large yeah. radius. And they like, the, the witch is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you. Yeah, you might be. Buffet and KJ. You might be hurting yourself. <laughs> That's true. But you know what? One thing I have not seen. It's a jailbreak. Since the appearance of the coyote, I have not seen the groundhog. Yeah. Oh, I bet. He's smart. <laughs> or he, or he's, or he's dinner. It's, or he's that yeah. which you found on the side of the trail in a different form yeah. already. Although I don't know if groundhogs hibernate for the winter or not. Mm, that's hibernate. a question for somebody I, that knows more than I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hibernating turns out to be a very, 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 very specific the biological process like bears don't actually hibernate even though we say that's like the classic hibernating animal they don't actually hibernate they they slow down quite a bit but they don't actually hibernate so right they bring uh, their heart rate question. down 
Yeah. Like a sniper. They just get that heart rate, <laughs> right. heart rate rate they just down. Get, they just like really work on their cardio and their... <laughs> You know, Maybe so the bear saying, should shoot my coyote. You know, what just, you're saying is you need to give the gun the to the groundhog. <laughs> no, to the, to the bear. Yeah. Well, groundhogs hibernate too. Oh. This is according to our expert in residence, Google, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. that's I would have thought right. that they Well, hibernate. then the groundhog can... The groundhog, probably, but the groundhog already has the hole dug, so it could just lay in the hole yes. and wait. Or yes. lie in it, the hole. It, there you go. It's a lie. <laughs> uh, actually, it would be... Yeah, lie. They... um. They hibernate from October to March or April, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So that could be why I haven't seen the groundhog for a while. Yep. So. Yeah, the coyote is definitely worse in terms of, you know, crazier stuff that could happen with the dog and stuff. So, yeah, I would take care oh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. As soon I'm, as possible. I'm afraid to let her out now and I don't want to go on a Yeah. Because usually I take walks on the property with her off leash and mm-hmm. I'm afraid to do that. So we have created a noise maker, which is Wikipedia said to do, which is throw a bunch of coins in a aluminum can and shake it when you're out on a that walk. That makes sense. Hmm. So we've been doing that too. It's been a real scene up here in the north. Shotguns and noise makers. Although I don't have the shotgun yet. Stay tuned. So who has been drinking your coffee? Well. I haven't been drinking the coffee I want to drink because... This had better be worth it. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost assure you that it probably, it probably won't, won't be. It's good, but it's in, um, it's in keeping with the theme for the day. That's fine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Things you're not interested in. Part two. Um, caribou, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm ashamed, or not ashamed, but I'm sad to admit that caribou has let me down in a way that I don't think the Starbucks would. So. Mm. I go in to Caribou in the end of October, before Halloween, and I order the equivalent to pumpkin spice latte, which is pumpkin pie latte. Pumpkin pie latte. They're out. They're all out of pumpkin for the season, and it's not even Halloween. What? This is the problem when you bring out a pumpkin pie or whatever, whatever you want to call it, before October. Oh, so they started like in August or something like that, and then, and that's well, that's at least the... September. I don't know when they bring it in. But... I see. So they, they yeah, huh. so it was a letdown, but it's probably good since you know it makes you less of a person apparently if you like pumpkin pie lattes or pumpkin well, spice I mean, anything. I would say you didn't have to drink it, so you're the winner here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I I like it. I do like it when it comes in season, but I don't really want the season to be three months. I want it to be in season during the actual season you realize you realize a season is basically three months right? not pumpkin pie not pumpkin spice lot they <laughs> no, should be october are, i'm talking I mean, like baseball by the calendar we have or, 12 you know, months we have 12 months and you have 12 months and there's four seasons so just by basic math each season is basically three nah. months you know, you... no pumpkin pumpkin spice latte one month october I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with math. Okay. No, 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 no. Season is, doesn't just mean it's not <laughs> simply an astronomical term. It means anything. You know, it can be, it's I like, it's, oh, it's grading season again. <laughs> and I'm not doing that for three months. So <laughs> Definitely not. Exactly. You know, actually. Did you say gravy season? Gravy. Gravy. I thought you said grading. Oh, 
I did say grading season. I thought you said gravy. I was like, well, I mean, gravy season could be 12 (laughs) months for some people. Yes. When is it not gravy season? Uh, There you go. I actually had some pumpkin spice latte. I didn't like order it, but you could like add it at a a terrible drive-thru spot that, you know, you just like uh mix up your coffee with whatever you want. And I I don't, surely everybody knows this and I just was too slow to pick it up. But like it doesn't taste anything like pumpkin. It tastes like the spices you put in a pumpkin pie, which is basically, which are not really all that different from like the spices that you put in an apple pie, to be honest. I mean, there's like nutmeg and cinnamon and, this is and correct. allspice yeah. and it's yeah. like, okay. So it was fine. I mean, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like, uh, it tastes like pumpkin pie. No, it just, it, it was, I mean, I wouldn't say I'd go out of my way for it, but I also didn't feel as though it, you know, was just something absolutely to be shunned. It seemed very generic, in other words. It seemed like, well, yeah, I mean, people put cinnamon yes. in their coffee all the time. Who wouldn't, as, mm-hmm. as yeah. your friend Sean Morrissey knows. Um, That's right. So yes. I just sort of thought. 100% my point yeah, on this. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a marketing a trick. They, they call it pumpkin. <laughs> right. They put orange and fall colors sure. in there, and then they, they limit it to, you know, and now the season, the season is expanding, but they limit it to the fall time of year, usually around Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they call it pumpkin something, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice. What was the other one? Pumpkin pie. You yeah, said? yeah, that's pumpkin it. pie latte. Because it, as we know, Starbucks has PSL trademark. That's amazing. <sighs> Get out of here! <laughs> come on, PSL. Yeah, I know it's pumpkin pie latte, but huh. apparently you need to get it in August if you want some. Mm. Yeah, just don't just. Don't fall for the marketing on this. Drink what you want to drink, eat what you want to eat. Just don't get wrapped up in the. It's the it's the McRib situation with McDonald's, mm. where it's not that great. But when they they when they control mm-hmm. the limit on the supply, it makes people want it. Sure, it's S- simple. Supply. Honestly, well, it's kind of so like what tw- Chick Fil A does. You know, that is so twentieth century. You should be saying it's so Popeye chicken sandwich. I mean, you're, you're obviously oh, just yes. Of there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the thing. Because it's, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is the marketing, but I I would never want a pumpkin, let's just say pumpkin spice latte in July. I just wouldn't. It's like soup. I don't want soup in the summer. I only want soup in the fall and winter. But that, isn't that because the soup is warm? Yes. It's warm and it's, it, and do yeah. you, and do you And do you drink warm or cold coffee? Both. But like in the summertime, do you drink? All cold coffee. I drink all cold coffee most of the year. The only time might, I drink, oh, like, okay, uh huh. The only time I drink warm coffee is when I'm cold and really need to warm up. Hmm. Oh, or so you have ice? You have iced really, coffee most of the year. Yes, I'm drinking really? it right now. Wow. Huh. Do you see? I think so, it, I think it has less to do with the the, temp, the spice and more to do with the temperature when you think about soup. What about wine? I only like wine in the fall and winter, and during the summer months, I like like a hard cider. Why do we think that is? Hmm. Besides the fact that I'm I, weird. I mean, there's... <laughs> I, you said it, not me. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. I, I would um, keep in... Gave you a fastball right down the middle there, Jason. It's just a good technique for keeping the coyotes away. That's what I would imagine. I, I don't know. There you go. Well, it's not but working you, like, so far. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. That's right. All right. I'll guess I need to drink hot coffee. Maybe that'll keep the coyotes away. Change my routine. Real coffee.
okay, I have a real thought. Well, I guess it's actually a real question. The question we have done before on this podcast, is it QE or me? Don't answer yet, Jason. Although you probably know what the correct answer is. We probably all know. I'm just I'm just trying to think, can a thought be a question, or does it always imply that it's a statement because you I think a thought can corrected be a yourself? Yeah, well then, you, well, then there's no need to correct All yourself right, to me, say it was a question. All right, well, let's cut, rewind. Okay, I I'm have a real thought. I'm not cutting anything. Oh, no, that I'm saying is the I'm very cutting essence right of real thoughts. <laughs> yes. I have a what real thought. What are we doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Who are we? Where are we? <laughs> All right. What so I have a real thought. Actually, I have two of them. So two things happened since we last recorded that I think... Only two? It's worth no. So we, two things. We know, we know one of them is coffee. They ran in a coffee, and the other one is coyotes. So I, you're that's out. That's it. We've you're covered it. the end. <laughs> all right. See you next week, folks. Actually, no. We won't see you next week. That's right. We're not going to see you at all. What am I talking about? Right. Real thoughts. So, so one scenario. I'm just going to go. I'm going to list them in the order that they happened. The first one. Have you ever... Um, I don't know if this happens on the desktop. It probably does. But I was looking one morning on my phone. I think it was Instagram. And then, you know, how Instagram shows ads. And there was a company mm. on the ad that was called Soda Stick Company. Mm-hmm. And that is basically a clothing apparel store in Minnesota that sells Minnesota sporting goods things. Mm. And okay. I think it started out with just hockey, hence the name Soda Stick. But now it's moved mm. into other uh, sports and I'd never ever been to this website before and I'm and I saw an ad on Instagram and so I went there and started looking and you know how on the bottom when you shop at some of these stores they they put these annoying little banners at the bottom that say Sarah in St. Paul just bought a Minnesota twin sweatshirt have you ever seen this in real no. time when you're on a, these one of these websites no this- I have I have probably not paid enough attention. To, mm. that's, that's that sounds like the kind of thing that I've seen, but I wouldn't necessarily say I've seen that. But, yeah, but I, I'm I'm gonna go with it. Okay, I've seen it on several different other sites, but I've never, like I said, I've never been on this site. So I keep seeing mm. things pop up, and I, I apparently they just want to show you how many people are buying things. And, well, yes, and you should it's buy the herd mentality. Yeah, so. I get, I'm on Join there, us. and then all of a sudden I see Adam in Forest Lake just bought, and Forest Lake isn't the actual town. Adam is my nephew. Forest Lake isn't the actual town. I made oh. it up. But Forest Lake is a small town in Minnesota, which is comparable to the actual town he lives in. Um, I don't have his permission, so I'm not going to give his town. Sure. So, well, and, did the website get his permission? Uh, they probably did not. I probably, well, yeah. I don't know. Somewhere in the small. And here's his credit card number. No, they didn't. (laughs) Well, they they might have gone that far. I don't know. So anyway, it said Adam in Forest Lake just bought the Minnesota Wild, whatever. And I know that Adam loves hockey, and I know Mm -hmm. where my nephew lives. So I'm like, this can't be. And then I texted him and said, Hey, did you just buy something from Soda Stick? And he said, LOL, yes. Is it QE or just me? I will repeat, I've never been to this website. Ever in my life, it's creepy marketing. Is what it's it worse is. than that. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's you know, it's Big Brother creeping in through every orifice it can find. Really, yes. I mean, 
on Facebook they have, and I know you know you guys are too smart to, to be on Facebook, but they do. Mm-hmm. But it, it it lists across the top of an ad. It'll say, you know, here's the four friends you have that have seen this already and or are interested. Wow. In this. Yeah, that's not really? good. Yeah, it's no, it's horrifying. And I know. Oh, I mean, I hear this all the time from people who say things like, "I I never typed this anywhere." And I suddenly saw a clearly directed, targeted ad and or event that referred to this thing that I was talking about. And yes, just some random like, you know, I haven't seen a good blankety blank. I mean, you know, (laughs) well, it was the last time that I saw a great. You know, they have black squirrels in Chicago. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Bingo, like black squirrels in your neighborhood. That's yeah. that that hap- I that happens re- repeatedly. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's because yeah. I'm talking on this microphone that was, you know, built by a company that's probably figured out a way to make sure that it can capture the data. <laughs> that, Abs- absolutely. So. See, yeah, that's that happens what scares to me, me all the, the most time. when you're just no, talking and you've never typed it in like a search, you're just talking. That's why Alexa yeah. is yeah. so scary. Well, oh, yeah. Forget oh, Alexa, Alexa, your phone. That's not scary. And your computer. That's, I know. Don't that's, tell me that, though. That, I already that's have coyotes design. and other problems. I don't need this problem. Yeah. This is digital coyotes. That's what they are. <laughs> it's what marketing people are. This, this type of marketing is digital coyotes. What's, what's a worse think, animal than a coyote? Um, let's think. Is Whatever the worst hyena? animal, a worm. <laughs> Yeah, hyena. That's good. Why are hyenas always the bad guys? The goofy bad guys are the because they're ugly. In in like animated movies, yeah, because they're ugly. I think. Oh, they're putatively carrion eaters. Although it turns out that that's not actually true. They kill more animals than than almost any. It's actually lions that are ah. carrion eaters, but we don't like that idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but lions get the free pass. Lions are the kings they do. of the lions jungle. Like, the hi- ooh, the hyenas are like the dregs of society yes. in animated yep. movie animals. That's true. Yes. They are. <laughs> A friend of mine pointed out to me that we use dogs derogatorily, but cats are always, like, hip and cool and wonderful. So, you know, like, it's great to be a lion or a tiger, but, like, you don't want to be a jackal or a hyena or a, or a you know, or a dog, frankly. Yeah, that's, so. that's a good point. You know, that guy's a dog or he's yeah. a cool cat. It's yeah. very, yep. yeah, yeah. When it's go. actually the opposite. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Cats get, I always I'm not think a cat cats person. get the bad Cats get a free pass. For being yeah. not, uh, you know, aloof and um, they don't, they care more about themselves than. Right. Yeah. Cats are selfish. That's exa- see, that's, that's what people wish they were more like, too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Right, I think like, most people uh, would be like, if I, if I didn't have, I'd be all right. I'd be a better person if I didn't have to deal with all these other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if, yeah. if I just didn't care. <laughs> that would be Yeah. So I mean, great. I mean, really, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the secret to life. <laughs> don't ever interact with any other person. And you're gonna be at least a little bit happier in that respect. You, you, but, but the the downfall of that is you miss out on all the interaction. And it's it's that okay, I can reach fifty percent of my potential by never interacting with another human being. And some people are like, yeah, I'll take fifty percent over the other fifty percent, the the extra the extra fifty percent that could be you know thirty percent terrible because you have to interact with other people. Yeah, sadly, which obviously is not the way to live. But okay. You know. I think that added up to 100%. That sounds... <laughs> so I'll go with Math. that. <laughs> Sadly, I think I but, agree with you on that point. Yeah, well, I mean, it. look, it's the... It's... The hard part of life is dealing with other people. It really... But it's also the best but part. that's if you the can, best part, you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of you course. Know. But yeah, it's... it's 
So the, to tie this back into what you were talking about with the social media stuff, yeah. that's the social media surface layer stuff. When people just engage with that, um, you're getting honestly the worst part yeah. <laughs> of oh, human yeah. interaction, oh, yeah. and not the good like personal one to one or small group or you know you're, you're missing out on the deep conversational part of it a lot by just saying on the surface of social media. Anyway. Um, what, what you're saying about this things where people are listening ha- happens all the time to me, all the time Ugh. where I'm talking, I don't have the Alexa even plugged in anymore. It's like mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. plugged in. At all. I never did. I've never call. had, a, I've never had yeah. any kind of, I mean, I'm just like, it's my phone. It's, it's my phone. P- it's my phone picking up. Yeah. It's my phone. The mic on my phone mm-hmm. is picking up stuff because, uh, Jason's wife and I will talk about something. And the weird thing is you can tell they're doing keyword searches. And placing that with ads because I will mm. say a word out of context of the ad that I get. Mm. Like I'll say a word in one sentence and or like we were talking about something and I would just use a word. And then that uh, it's like that keyword ticked off, ticked off some ad in a database that it pulls the ad in. Like within the next hour, I'll see it. No. Like on Twitter no. or Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. I know you're right because it's happened to me. Oh yeah. So yeah, if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a conversation that you don't want marketing, and look, this is mainly a d- big giant robot database that we're feeding mm-hmm. the you know Skynet is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So if if you don't care, it's not anybody personally listening into your conversation. But if you don't want anybody, any database, any marketing company, any um any robot out there to hear what you're doing, just mm-hmm. turn your you got you got to turn your phone off. Just yeah. turn it off. Off. Not not yes. Yeah, not not. Nah, yeah, not, not, yeah. not not right. Exactly. Yeah, no, you and 100% cover up the cameras at all times. Yeah, that... Like on your computer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about your phone? Your phone, too? I just flip it over or put it underneath something. If I'm... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Look, I don't have any mics connected to the internet or connected to a device that's connected to the internet that would be able to... That I don't mute... Like when I'm not using, like I'll have the mics hooked up to my computers for recording and stuff and for doing this, mm-hmm. but I turn them off or mute them when I'm not using them. So oh, the yeah. only mic I have in my house that could possibly pick this stuff up is the, um, is my phone, is our phones that we have. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Now, I know that TVs were doing it at some point. Yes. Wasn't it mm-hmm. Samsung? Did they? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That makes sense. Oh, we need to yeah. move so away from that topic. Well, if you think about, I mean, think about. Well, it's a, it's a yeah. I don't want to really get into conspiracy theories. I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. I mean, just think about no, what I don't it think so. costs to get any. You know, like you you want a huge screen TV. You're going to mm-hmm. go like, okay, I'll just go to wherever you know the big box store, and uh, I'm looking for a 65 inch TV and it costs half as much as it did five years ago and, and you know, yes. nothing compared to what it cost, you know, 20 years ago when, you, when nobody would have imagined that there would be possible to get a 65-inch right. screen TV. Well, yeah. So why does it cost? I mean, part it costs less and less because the labor has been pushed further and further out to people who are paid less and less. But I think yes. the bigger thing is like it, there's an in, they're making an investment in you. Like you, you, yeah. you buy our stuff and you will continue to buy our stuff and we will be able to more efficiently sell you even more stuff. By, Correct. And this is just a delivery device. So that's yeah. what your phone is. That's what it's, your computer is. That's it, what I mean. That's why all these things have stayed as, uh, I mean, really ridiculously cheap relative to, you know, what yes. their initial costs were. 
it's like all these places now that have their own streaming service is because they want to get you locked into their ecosystem because then they can collect data on you. It's Amazon. Right. It's any of these online places that have like Microsoft. Um, it it happens a lot in like video game industry because mm. every every large every company that feels like it's large enough to and has enough or publishers that have enough product to put out there, they start mm. their own what they call a launcher. So you have to open mm. up their right. ecosystem in order to play the games that you bought from them even though you own the game separate you might have bought it from somewhere else but now they're the publisher of it so they own it so you have to launch it through their system it's because they can constantly collect data on you and also yeah. feed you ads that is that is based on that targeted that targeted towards you based on that data so it's they get you in their ecosystem and that and then they try because that's right. that's how the stuff can be so cheap that's it's right. it's why we're carrying around a everybody almost everybody in the world or certainly in you know um, developed nations have these, you know, computers, basically supercomputers that you carry around in your pocket that's connected mm -hmm. to this giant network worldwide 100% of the time, mostly. Yeah. I know I just said 100% of the time, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Well, only if dun, they're giving dun, out. Dun. Some places are given 110%. Um, some of it's not even as, as nefarious or even underhanded or intransparent as that. I mean, like we have a Chromecast to watch our TV, right? So we, we yep. like we pop it in the TV and you can stream everything from your, that you can get online. You can go right to TV and that's, we don't have cable anymore and that's the way we do it. But yep. it doesn't yeah, work. But Chrome, uh, for a variety of legal infrastructural reasons, doesn't get along very well. Well, I mean, Google and Amazon have, have been, had many a conflict. So, like, yeah. you can't use Amazon Prime with the Chromecast very well. I mean, it, it, you can do it, but, like, it cuts out after a certain period of time, and it just, it's just much more unstable. Wow. You know, and the solution to that is you get a, an Amazon Fire Stick. So you can, yeah, so, which is so what some I of these have, things yeah. are just like, okay, yeah, you want to be part of this ecosystem, but, of course, you really want to be part of multiple inter, right. you know, interlocking and overlapping ones because if you really want to... Yes have access to everything. And there's a reason, you know, they make every, every, everything so cheap so that, you know, you don't, you don't even notice when you've done it for the 20th time, you've signed up for a subscription that costs you only yeah. four bucks a month, but you've got, yeah, four like, I have 13 of these things. Why do I doing this? What, so. what they have done is taken the, the giant cable TV or satellite TV system model yeah. and said, you need to get rid of that because you know, you're waste, you're right. spending $110 a month or whatever on all these things that you don't and a lot of it has such stuff that you don't watch but right. each of them have like one each channel has like one thing that you watch or yeah. each block of like programs block of channels that you're buying in the in your cable package you have one channel like you want espn so you have to buy these you have to pay for this you know 45 other channels mm -hmm. just to get espn they've mm -hmm. taken that and saw that oh people are cutting cords they don't want to do anything with this and they've broken it down into these individual systems and now they're packaging them back together right. in some cases to sell back to you and people are doing it Right. And, and thinking, well, well they're I'm not even, the cord. They're not I'm even, free. In some ways, in cases, they're not even packaging it. They're just making you do the packaging. I mean, yes. Like, right. yeah, yeah, that's, that's, like, and you you're not getting a discount on time and say, where can I watch those old reruns of the Partridge family? I, is it yeah. on Hulu or is it a no? I don't know which one it is, but I'll get them all, you know? Yeah. So, so we're yeah, back so in the same just, spot we were. I mean, 15 I'm just years pressing ago. a button and it cost me three bucks. I don't really care who, but you know, like that's less than a pumpkin spice latte. So, <laughs> yeah, but, of but when you it. add it all up, you're, oh, yeah, you're, you're you back to paying a hundred and something dollars like, wow, a month. I am spending a lot. Yeah. Yes. Sure. It's the, sure. They have, and they have tricked people into thinking this is the way of the future. 
I, and it's just, tri- we're back to the same old thing again. Well, even better, they've tricked people into thinking it's what they want. It's their own choice. A hundred percent. Like, oh, of course, I'm that kind of person. I want to have that. I'm resisting the big yeah. gi- cable giants. Yeah. When guess who owns half of this crap in the background? Yeah. It's the same people that you were buying the the cable or satellite TV package when you were paying one block one one amount per month. <laughs> You're paying it to twenty different companies at five dollars a month, and it's all funneling in back to basically the same people. Yep. So there's a Bernie Sanders rally later this afternoon that I'm sure you'll all be interested in attending. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've warmed up the crowd. So in other words, yeah. the answer is yes, it was QE. No. <laughs> no, it was not. Okay. No. Well, what was the other thing? The other thing, so you, you, you know, you both know that my mom just moved to this town. Yes. yes. And so she doesn't know anyone here besides the Hall of Famer and me. Um, so she needs to meet all new friends, you know, so that's obviously a very difficult transition. Sure. So last night, um, Wednesday night, no, I don't remember, two nights ago, whatever, (laughs) a few nights ago, (laughs) I don't even know what day of the week it is, but so. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Reset. (laughs) My mom went to a church function Hmm. and, um, it was a sort of a dinner, and she sat next to the lady. She was sitting next to a woman, and they started talking. And you know, where are you from? Okay, well, I'm from North Dakota. Both of they found out they were both from a small town in North Dakota. And then they talked further, and they found out that they both went to the same very small liberal arts college in Northwest Minnesota, actually right on the border of mm. North Dakota, quite a ways from where we are right now. And then further talking, they found out that they graduated in the same year, which was in 1960-something. And further talking, they found out that they both played in the band together. Is it QE or me? No, that's, that's just a sign that their memory is failing. Because I'm sure <laughs> that they said, oh! I'll give it. Yeah. I was going to say, and they can't remember each other? Like, what? Right. Exactly. They, they didn't Sorry. know each other. Sorry, KJ's mom. They didn't mom. know each other. Wow. K- how do you, KJ's how do you... mom, she was in the front of the band. She played clarinet. This one played French horn. She was in the back of the band. They never saw each other. Is this, is this a, um, um, how can I put this? Um, Just remember, your mom's, my mom Your mom's saying she's. She's better than this other French horn player. <laughs> is this an elite? Is this in a levels of eliteness? Like how far you forward you are? In, I don't know how a band. Works. I think. I, mean, I don't know how that kind of band works. I don't. I don't think that's how they're placed. Um, you t- because I will certainly about say rows at the end, the first chair. That's that is how they're placed. You know, the per- person on the end is supposedly the best okay. at that specific instrument, but not. So when they say first chair, it's the person on the end of the row. I think so. It's not how far forward There's you no are in the band. First chair in a marching band. I was gonna say no. You're not sitting in any chairs. <laughs> I'm not talking about the marching band. I'm talking about a regular band. Band inside. Like a concert band. Yeah. You mean like a, a jazz yeah. band? orchestra? Yeah. A metal band? No, not an orchestra. A band. Concert band would be the best description. Concert oh, a concert band. Is that so? She was in a concert. They, have... they were in a concert band together. They were not yes. in a marching band. Not a marching band. Did really? they have chairs oh, in a that's, concert band? That's yes. a little weird. How many yes. pieces were in the band? I'm not sure, but all the horns are always in the back. 
probably with how acoustics yeah. and how the sound travels. Yeah, no, know. no, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah, you want your timpani. Yeah, because those your, horns you are your, loud and annoying. You're higher. <laughs> yeah. But really? I will. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if it's like right in your ear, I'm saying. I will tell yeah, you. Yeah, and the melody is usually carried in the front. That's where you, you know, that's what you want everybody to mm-hmm. hear. And you know, they're 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 clarinet players versus horn players, so they're probably better looking. So you want them up front. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's absolutely. And I will true. tell you that my mom. I'm just going. You know, the elite levels of eliteness. <laughs> the closer you are to the front of the stage, because that is certainly true in an action in like a like a four piece band. Because I mean, nobody wants to see the drummer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will tell Don't you tell that Don my Henry. mom was in the first chair as a clarinet player, but that nice, has nothing Annie. to do with being in the front or the back. Well, I mean, she's more elite than this horn player, so I mean, how can they even run in the same social circles and and be friends? Well, now? I guess they weren't in the same social circles in the mid sixties, but maybe they will be now. So, what you're saying is this know. is QE. I think it's just like um, a Tuesday night in Minnesota. That's really what I have to say. Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, well, I'll just tell you that this is this Minnesota's a from north to south, it's a big state. With yeah, but really low density population. I mean yeah, it's, I it's not like Montana. <laughs> it, well I was just gonna of, say no, it's not like Montana. Sparse. No. No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody in your mom's age group, but like they probably had something in common. Yeah, <laughs> probably. They 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 crossed paths at some point. I'm sure they did in their because lives it's before, a small college. But um, and when they did, it might not have been QE, yeah. but it was pretty neat. It's yeah, wonderful. Absolutely, it's really good for her and for you. That's what I would say. QE so, or not? Yes. So so far, the two QEs that we've talked about have not QEs <laughs> have led to um, corporate espionage and my mom's poor memory. No, I was going to say concert band elite, elitism, <laughs> okay. but you know, right. you take it, take it however you want. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's the only that I'm aware of. That's the only two QE incidents that occurred since last Hi, time. <laughs> okay. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah. He's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hello. Kept you waiting, huh? This is Rochelle Isher standing in for some person that's not as important on whatever this podcast is. I'm here to talk to you about the dangers of social media hacking by robots. Whenever anyone on the interweb asks for all your personal information, please be sure that you give all the relevant info that they ask for. If they didn't need it all, why would they ask for it in the first place? It's not like they want to interact with you because they enjoy your company. So, again, please give all the info in a timely and compliant manner. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, and this paper says you can send feedback via Twitter at SpeakTangents. Or call 406.905.1912. Is that an internet protocol address? I am assuming whomever is listening to this nonsense already has a subnet. Otherwise, what kind of shoddy operation are you people running here? Do we have any feedback this period of time? (laughs) Yes, we do have some (laughs) Twitter feedback this period of time. Uh, We've got a couple here that have to do with the quiz we took last week. Kind of, I guess. The first from Smitty Scoop at Smitty Scoop. We took a quiz last week? 
two weeks ago, no. whenever it was. A fortnight. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. It was two weeks ago, but I was thinking, we, what, what we, quiz was we this? We took the quiz from James Cunningham, indie rock band mm. or oh, streaming yeah, or, show. Uh, streaming service. That seems yeah. like it was like six months that was ago. A while ago. And we have another quiz in the queue: ska band or streaming service. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna save everyone from that and say nah. <laughs> Not to ska. Ska band, not a ska is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but there's a wrinkle in that. It's ska bands that this person has actually seen live. Oh, oh this is Sully. This is, this is Sully. This is Sully, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. Uh, okay, yeah. so Smitty Scoop says, I am at Rock the Block in Fairfax, Virginia, and the band is covering Shut Up and Dance With Me by Walk the Moon. Can you still be considered an indie band if cover bands play your songs? Uh, I don't think Walk the Moon is an indie band. In, in what would... universe is Walk the Moon an indie band? They were like yeah. a, a bubblegum pop for top forty yeah. pop. I mean, like indie. I yeah, they're boy, they're boy maybe, band. Maybe that just refers band. to like who they have a contract with or don't. But that doesn't seem like I don't know. So Smitty, that Scoop. seems to me like a boy band trying to get street cred by calling themselves an indie band. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think I would say they're not an indie band. I think well, when we took a quiz that Smitty Scoop penned this mm-hmm. we did not get walk the moon correct it was shut up and dance with me and you and i think it was maybe i don't remember who took it with us but you guys had not even heard of walk the moon was it sean no i was thinking it was brad no, but was, maybe not no no it wasn't me but so i, 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 be I remember man. listening to the show and saying i know that it's and anyway but i didn't know the band i think but. it might have been luke i think luke had known the song yeah. but he didn't know the band that's who it was. Yeah, this yeah. is like calling like Pussycat Dolls an indie band. Right. Okay, yeah. so... Yes. No, nah, I don't think they're an indie band. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say O-Town or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one is from Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic. The Walkman show you pitched 100% stars Dennis Leary as the odds veteran, Michael B. Jordan as the new guy who won't take part in the scandal, and Donald Sutherland as the team owner. <laughs> I don't remember good. anything really? about this. What 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 show did we pitch? I it was in it was in that quiz. I don't remember. There was a couple that I threw in that was like I was making up stupid stuff about this is what this show was about. Right. I don't mm-hmm. remember what that one was though. Right. But I I like that cast that you're never going to be able to afford for a TV show. <laughs> I was thinking like this is like HBO Premium because <laughs> yeah. you know we've, already, we've laid out true detective levels. million dollars for the cast alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's that um what's that what's that um Apple TV show we talked about that C. the one with yeah, that's like fifteen million dollars an mm. episode they said is the production cost. Uh-huh. Wow. Which seems pricey to me for and- a TV show. Oh, By I think way, Apple TVs. That's what I think that they're paying Jennifer Aniston alone for for her role in that. Yeah, that's true. That morning uh, thing. This was this is the Aquaman one. Oh, which I have seen more people making fun of that the concept of that show in the past uh, week. C mm. or Aquaman, <laughs> or is it the same C. thing? Okay. Well, the, Aquaman is from the sea. Jason Momoa played Aquaman, and he's also the star of C. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. He's, so I saw a C cast. for the first. I saw an ad for C for the first time since the quiz. Yes. So did I? Have I seen ads in the past and didn't pay any attention? And then I saw one, and and I was more alert to it because of James's quiz. Or had I never seen a C ad before? 
I'm, all I'm hearing is like a like a string of phonemes of seesaws and seashells and seashells. Yeah. <laughs> the sea that you saw, what you've seen. Who's on first? That's exactly what? who's on what? first. <laughs> Good. Well, I would say you saw it, but you didn't really see it. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Right. You can see stuff all the time without seeing it. <laughs> J at J. Okay, you told me what this was. J Brazy. Mm-hmm. James Brazy. Brazy. James Brazy. Brazy yep. at J Brazy. The highs and he's, he's the he's the insurance of last name. Oh, okay. Because most people would say oh, he's, <laughs> most people would say Brazy. most people would look at it and go insurance, and I say insurance. So uh-huh. it's it's where you put the you know emphasis. Okay, so it could be... I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody how to pronounce their own last name, but I would think it would be Brazy. And I think it would be Brazy. Or Brazy. Brazy. Okay. Yeah. The highs and lows of a Speaking of Tangents podcast. Hashtag allergic to Beyonce criticism. And he attached... <laughs> I don't know. Is this a meme? Is that what this is? A meme? Well, those are uh, memes. Sort of, kind of, yeah. And I think a, he's inserted the, the phrase over... Uh, you know, it's just Drake in various yes. poses of... Uh, right, so it was a nice touch, but that James, Drake image with Drake. Is a meme, yes. Nice touch yes, with Drake. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Beyonce is overrated, and and Drake is like, um, talk to the hand, don't tell mm-hmm. me that. And the second yeah. one is Angela Lansbury is better than Barbara Streisand, and Drake seems to be agreeing. Mm-hmm. It's Drake disapproves, Drake approves. Yeah, yeah. The highs and lows is okay. And Ed Butt tagged us. <laughs> In a reply to a next from <laughs> Chicago history, I replied. I replied to that on Twitter a couple of times. I, the, I the, said the it was a nice touch. From yes, I, I enjoyed it. So Ed Buck tagged us on in a reply to a tweet from Chicago History at Chicago History that asks this hmm. question: Who remembers sketching? Hashtag Chicago History. I'm not sure that. Oh uh, right. So it right. includes a black and white photograph from, I'm guessing, maybe the 80s, uh, that depicts sort of a winter scene. It's snowing out. The roads are slick. There's a Chevy truck driving in the snow. And a young man, I guess it could be a woman, but I highly doubt it, uh, wearing a full-on ski mask and what looks to be a very 80s coat. I love this Zapruder film description of this picture. We I'm just, just need to trying say, to paint This dude the is holding onto a bumper ski Back behind the truck. The left. I am I'm painting the picture. Where's the grassy knoll? Crouching down. He's crouching down on his haunches, hanging onto the bumper of the truck. Is this where people get the thing, a picture's worth a thousand words? Yes, I'm, I'm painting the picture. <laughs> I'm giving you more than your money's worth. Yes. They they oh can't gosh. see the picture and I am laying it out there and they're very appreciative. Um skiing on Well, the- unless they're blind, unless they're Jason Momoa in C, they can go on Twitter and look at say, it. I can, I can almost see But not see while you they're saw. listening. Not while they're listening in the car probably. And the whole time he's looking at right at the camera. And apparently this hanging out of the bumper and skiing is called skitching. Yes. And the reason Ed tagged us was because there were other comments from people from different parts of the country calling it something other than sketching. And so Ed mm. said to us, so like most mm-hmm. things, the act is universal, Universal. the nomenclature is regional. I agree with that. So Brad, I figured since you lived in, you know, a number Chicago. of years in Chicago, I'm sure you experienced some winters like this. So A, yeah, did you partake in such activity? No. And B, what did <laughs> no. you call it? Uh, I call I'd... it stupid, but... 
Yeah, I was going to say, I was not, I was almost that young and I was never that stupid. So I never once did. And I mean, especially, I have to say, in, in Chicago, where like, I suppose if you like, you know, constant stop and starting, <laughs> you know, attached right. to the bumper of somebody, you're oh, like, you're going to. Red light. Know, first, there go your teeth. <laughs> like, no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it'll be like I twice honestly, sitting in the back I can seat. honestly say I have never seen something like that before. But I, when I was of an age, see, and this is where I'd have to disagree, only fractionally with Ed, you know, the act isn't universal in Southern California where where you actually can't ski down the street. And so when I was of an age of young youth and stupidity where I might have done something like this, I was living in a place where there was, like, there just wasn't snow. So, mm-hmm. well, so, that's what, so, the- so Chicago, I never, I never heard of this thing. I never, I don't think I ever saw people doing this. I was living in I've, a place. I have done this before. Okay. Well, really? I lived in a place where this would, could be commonplace. I've never done this. Although I think we called it bumper surfing. Mm. Yeah, we called it bumper jumping. Bumper jumping, and you've done it. Huh. Yes, yes, but on a skateboard and roller right. skates. Right, like the only oh, thing I no, think no, of no, no, is no, I've seen that. Back no, to no, the Future. I've, that's just yeah. towing. I mean, we would just call that towing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If like skater crowds would just, that's what they call it. But I, I never saw. Yeah, but not on. Yeah, snow. it never it never snowed enough where I lived because yeah. I, I went until you know I was a teenager. I guess when I was I was a young teenager, I was in Ohio where it snowed a lot, but mm. I, we didn't. I I didn't do that do it then. So I've never done it in the snow. We did it w- roller skates during the summer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. We, we don't call it skitching, and we we've not done it in this form. But Jason's done it with a skateboard. And and Ed's right. It it's the nomenclature is regional. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's the whole point. It's a... the it's the it's the you know this guy in this picture. What what do you call that hat this guy has on in this picture? I call it a ski mask. Yeah. What do you call it? A hat. Yeah, face mask. Yeah, face, face mask, ski mask, yeah. But like um, Adam Benson's going to call this a toque. So. <laughs> yeah, or John Edwards. John Edwards often replies with toque. And I call, but I yeah. call, if it's not covering your face and nose, I call it just a winter hat. So I think the toque or toque or however you pronounce it is just the hat on the head, not the whole mask. No, that's a toboggan. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, there there's some discrepancy Even though here. I had, I, until I was an adult, I never heard that that term applied to anything but a long sled, but anyway. Right. Yeah, see, I moved around and, as, as, at that age, like, you know, from 12 to 16, I moved mm-hmm. around to different regions of the country. I mean, all in the east, eastern part of the country, but um, moving south to north and then north to, like, more south Midwest, it, um, it definitely was called different things in all three of those places, mm-hmm. Virginia, Ohio, mm-hmm. and then like way far west Tennessee. See, aren't you glad that I described this photograph in detail? Because now Tremendous we know exactly detail. what, yeah. It's like that when you attach emojis, you know, I will describe the emojis. If you attach pictures, I will describe the picture. Same thing. Okay. I cannot wait for two weeks. <laughs> so the next tweet is Patrick M. at SF Podge. He says, unpopular opinion, one of the worst TV sitcoms ever, don't at me. And um, the emoji <laughs> is the uh, winking tongue out emoji, mm. laughing. Um, it's a gumdrop licking itself. Okay, good. I forget, has Speaking of Tangents weighed in on these sitcoms? And he was, he was quoting a tweet from the sitcom Friends, but in the yeah, replies mm-hmm. to him, I think it might have been Ed Budd or maybe John Miller. 
they said the same thing, but then they also brought up that Seinfeld was Seinfeld a bad was sitcom. bad, yeah, which is which is that would be insanity. So I <laughs> yes. I do believe insanity. we've talked about these exact two sitcoms before. Um, probably huh. I don't remember getting into Friends all that much because uh-huh. I wasn't into Friends all that much. I do think we talked about it because I feel like I've talked about the fact that the reason that I liked Friends was because it was a big deal. I was in undergraduate school at the time. Mm-hmm. And I definitely treated friends as appointment viewing, but only because I got together with four or five of my girlfriends and we would, you know, we'd sit down for the whole must-see TV. I think it was. You got together friends. with your friends to watch friends. I, yeah, I think it was friends and then Will and Grace and then ER. But I, do, I, I liked it because I was hanging oh, was out friends, with my It was girls. friends and Seinfeld and then ER. I'm Will and Grace didn't No, come I think it was Will and Grace. Later. Really? I oh, guess boy. that could have been when you were. It wasn't. It wasn't Seinfeld because I never paid a moment's attention to Seinfeld until much later. Really, there were and a I, bunch of things. Well, I, Will and Grace was. Wait, wait a minute. So Friends was always at eight if you're uh, in Eastern Standard Time, and yes, then there was so always Friends some was variable show that they were trying to get going by giving you this fantastic yes. time slot in between Friends uh-huh. and Seinfeld, which followed. Yeah, Seinfeld was at nine. Yeah. Right, and then and Eastern then they the, do the same thing at nine thirty before the ER. Yes. So there were, well, wait a minute. Nine what? No, nine was ER. No, ten. That's in that's the Midwest. Central. In the Midwest. I said Eastern. Yeah. Okay, I'm well, Eastern Central Canada. Time, so eight, nine was ER. Eight o'clock, so, nine o'clock, I, ten o'clock. Look, even the TV schedule doesn't mention Central. <laughs> it's either, it's, it's, <laughs> not, it's Eastern and Pacific. Look, so. I'm giving my Nobody Midwest cares about bias, Central. and it was Central <laughs> Time. Nobody cares about <laughs> Central. You're correct, but, which is yeah. totally irrelevant, but it is correct that that's when it, <laughs> that's when it was on. We are, well, I'm not watching any show at 10 p.m. I'm going to bed. Maybe because not in college. From Minnesota. In college? Not in college. <laughs> but I'll say that <laughs> I, I didn't, I liked Friends, sure, but I never felt yeah. a deep connection that so many people seem to have with it. I, in fact, I, oh, no. I can tell you that Will and Grace was a much better show for me. I liked Will and Grace a lot mm. compared to Friends. Friends is the Big Bang Theory of the 90s. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even go so much. I think Big Bang is better than Friends. It's funnier than Friends. I think Friends Friends just hit a total, you know, hit a zeitgeist. It hit a a moment of people feeling like, you know, and that's fine. I don't think it was ever, I did not like it. I mean, I watched it. I didn't like say, oh, I have to see it. I watched it because it was on and I was like watching TV and I finished dinner. You know, it was more domestic, like, and also I think the, one of the first things he said is absolutely right, which is that's how we used to watch TV. <laughs> it was like, right. Cause we had that's to, what yeah. was on. Like, like, were <laughs> yeah, you going to yeah. go over to ABC and watch some other crap that was on there? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the answer to right. Patrick's point Who is can clearly, name an ABC he, show? he must clearly be wrong because we don't even know what was on opposite friends for the 10 years it was on. Right. So it seems exactly. highly unlikely that friends is the worst. TV sitcom. <laughs> they were so. not naming must see TV for ABC shows. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I, 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 so. I think if you go back and look at it now, it is one of the worst that is considered one that's of the all considered all-time one of the best. Sitcoms. I mean, okay, yeah, that's, it really yeah. is. I, yeah, I, get I mean, that. so I, I, I disagree with him I mean, that it's the worst. It's the kind of thing that you know that you get kind of like they're they're so caricatured, and you get a little bit tired of them all being. Which is why, you know, there have been recent stories about, like, oh, when's there going to be a Friends reunion? And it's like, yeah, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Because do you like, can't even fine. go back and look at when it now. When you're 27, yeah. you can be that kind of a, like, you know, whatever, 
yeah, your your the sort of minutia of your life are perfectly interesting. Like when you're forty seven, no, <laughs> you, you yeah. should not be and, doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a, my there's name a reason why <laughs> we don't really want to see. Yeah, don't don't go back to that. Yeah, it's yeah. there. It's it's a Friends is definitely a product of the nineties. It's a product of the time in that yeah. it. If you go back to it now, it's going to seem very dated in both the setting and the characters. Well, that, I mean, that, in some ways that's true, but in some ways it, like it's. I think it's the, if it's not the most popular show on Netflix, it's a, it's right at the top of the list of shows that are on. You know, that's been it's made it the transition in syndication over to Netflix. So and it just rakes in an audience. Because people who, they're just comfortable with it, they're familiar with it, they've seen it, or they haven't seen it and somebody is introducing it to them and it's like, oh, look at this really old show, isn't that cool? So, yeah. so for whatever reason, it's just a money machine. It's sitcom fast food. Oh, yeah. And the, I mean, like, the cast makes like, I'm not kidding, like $30 million a year, continue, still, just from yeah. like residuals. From royalties. From, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. That's like, so it's, that's, I mean, and look, that. Even even like the great like people say this is the greatest moment or the stuff that people quote from that show is not that good. No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's fine. No. And I already, but to lump Seinfeld in with this is wrong. Yeah. Well, I I already said I wasn't a bit interested in it when it was on, but and and I remember my mom and my brother would sit down and watch it, but I never did until years years hmm. later. I don't even think I've seen all of Seinfeld, which I need to do. Hmm. But, but I you, really you, like you, Curb your you, I was gonna say you watch you like Curb and it's and it's yeah. it's they're they're not the same and by, by any means but they're like mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard to imagine somebody really liking Curb and thinking well I would I can see thinking Seinfeld is kind of derivative you know because it's it's just old I mean to me when I look at Seinfeld I just there's definitely a lot of things on it that I just think. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's just no. not even maybe because no, they're funny and offensive or but maybe just because they're too cheap. There's, there's just some laughs on there that I just think. And, and part of it, and sometimes I think, well, you can't do that anymore because he's done it. to de- He did it first and it was really funny at the time. And now it's been done to death and it's just not funny anymore. Correct. So. I, I think Curb is a worse, is a less organized, less well done Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, it's Larry David who's this, writing yeah. on both of them and creator mm-hmm. both. Of them. I, look, Curb is. I can only watch so much of that. I've watched like three or four seasons, <laughs> and it's just like I can't take this anymore. It's, <laughs> it's he's not a good actor. He, oh it no, was a re- no there was a it was a great decision that they made to replace him with Jason Alexander. Yes. Oh sure, in Seinfeld because I mean that's obviously him. That's he's that character is Larry David basically. Right. Yeah. Um, so well, I mean, a broadcast television show is going to assume at some level that like the point of having characters is that you can identify with and or value them, appreciate them and kind of, yeah. you know, you want to spend time with them. The premise of Curb Your Enthusiasm is I don't want to spend any time with this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, you know, which itself is funny. And I think that's really what he's going for. Yeah. That, my that problem just... with my problem with Curb is more on the production, like writing side of it in that. Well, they don't write it. I mean, I it's like, almost entirely ad lib. So, I know. so to me, it's like you know, I feel it's like the totally script is a, sometimes it is absolutely the funniest things I've ever seen, and then sometimes it's yeah. just like that. That obviously didn't work. I can see why they thought it would work, but it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I wish I I, I would like a little more, uh, just a little more organization in it, because I feel like the mm-hmm. script for Curb is like this happens, this happens, the end. That's that's uh-huh. that's the entire script. Yep, and mm-hmm. fill Which, in with improv. Yeah, and it's it's like Saturday Night Live skits to me chained together with a loose plot it's like he had he had the great like because you can tell 
you can see that he prob he primarily came up with a lot of this stuff. It seems in Seinfeld, like the great, like yeah. like stuff that chains together and like you, all this stuff happens and it fits together in some crazy way in the end. That's funny. That that it, that happens in Curb as same as it does in a lot of the Seinfeld episodes. So you know that's his genius in that, and Larry David's a genius at, at all at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He just they should have taken it. It should have put just like twenty percent more time into it, and I think Curb could have been so much funnier to me personally. So I can understand why people love it, but I also understand why people hate it. Like, what can we do for you? I know. They didn't ask my opinion, which is, you know, obviously the death knell for any creative endeavor is not asking what I thought. That's what that goes without saying. I disagree that Friends is the worst sitcom ever, but that's beside none of the none of these shows we're talking about are better than The Office. None. Oh. Um Mm. I'm telling you. All right, all right. No, yeah, it's I, a different kind of show. I bet you The Office is also up there at the top rewatch shows on Netflix or watch shows. I on think Netflix. it's it probably is. It, it definitely one. It, it is. It is right. It is right up there. That there's no question about that. But just because it's popular doesn't mean it's the best. But it is the best. The Office is the best. Okay. Well, yep. I think it's I, better. I, I certainly think it's that. better than Friends. I th- I certainly think it's yeah. better than anything else we've mentioned so far. So Seinfeld and, with Seinfeld and Will and Grace, Curb Your Enthusiasm, better than all those. It's certainly better than Will and Grace <laughs> to me. But um, I, I think Parks and Rec is better than The Office. Well, that I can't comment yep. on because I have not seen that show. I've only seen oh about three or four episodes. So do I. I was just going to ask this the other day, and then I went with, didn't, I didn't ask anyone, I just did it. Watch more. Watch more of the <laughs> Office. Or, like I didn't get permission, so here we go. <laughs> watch more of the Office reruns or start Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Parks yeah. and Rec is oh, better than the, the Office. It is better. It is. And I it figured has, this it's was weird. Be... It's it's way out there, and and there's some. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, when I, Werner Herzog shows up as the like yes, yes, and I love all the I love all the characters. That is like what the. Yes, I was like, yeah. I was like, I've met him. I know him. Yes. <laughs> the cast is great, and I've seen about five yeah. or six episodes. But I don't know. I didn't want. I didn't know if I want to invest in a new show. So the Office, I already like you said earlier, Brad. You're comfortable with Friends. People yeah. are comfortable with Friends. I just know what the Office is going to give me, and I don't know if I want to sure. start a new show. But Parks and Rec is in the same kind of direction it's Mitch as the Daniels right. it's the same writing right. it's the same right. premise yeah. it's the same it's the same guy what's his face yeah. that, uh, Mitch that Daniels. created The Good Place Mike Schur Mitch Daniels yeah he no, was no, in no, all Mike three Mike Schur is, 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 is Parks awesome. and Rec it's not, yeah. not Parks yeah. and Rec it's, uh, it's Silicon Valley it's The Valley. Office oh is he oh, wait. he's wait, also in The Office no 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 you're right you're right remember I take it all back yeah he's the he's the underrated MVP of sitcoms in the last 20 years okay because he's been attached to all of those yeah watch Parks and Rec Okay, it takes the first season is only six episodes or six or seven. It's not that many, and it changes. It it was obvious after they filmed those, they went back and said, "Okay, we're going to retool this just a little bit, and we're going to change it up." And the second season is kind of you can see them doing it as they go. Mm -hmm. And when it hits like the third and fourth season, is when it's 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 the best show. It's my favorite show ever. My favorite Hmm. sitcom ever. That's cool. I don't. I definitely don't. Right. Couldn't tell you about my friend. I've heard uh, there. I've heard many devotees of Thirty Rock say the same thing, which is just that, um, you know, and it's more or less in the same. Yeah, time. Thirty That's Rock a bit, didn't little really bit do later. it for me. Really, well, I, liked I liked it. About okay. Thirty Rock. Yeah, I, Thirty Rock was too Saturday Night Live jokey for me. It was too. We're mm-hmm. writing a bunch of jokes, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. It's just not. 
it was like they were that was the goal more than to be a sitcom. I, you know, I think at the end of the day, to be brutally honest, if I had to say, like, what is my absolute favorite sitcom, it's probably The Simpsons. Because yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. it, like, yeah. it never, ever fails to be tremendously funny. And, and just it never, like, ever you ends. Know, no, it's just still, it's still there. Going. And it's like, and I haven't really regularly watched it. I don't know that I ever regularly. I mean, my, my kid was, when he was a teenager, I think we probably watched it more regularly than not. But, but. But I never turn on an episode of The Simpsons and don't think that is amazing, that it's just so mm-hmm. funny that it goes on and on and on like that. Yeah, and so many people have written for that show over yes. the years that yep. have gone on to do stuff. Oh, it's the same with, I mean, now, yeah. Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons are, the, first of all, they send writers to each other, but, you know, back and forth, yeah. like, you know, Conan and things like that. Um, and they are the bullpen, you know, they're the, they're the minor leagues for a thousand shows that have come beyond it. Obviously, they're not the yeah. minor leagues in any way. They're the major leagues, but they're the... They're the, the franchises that have spun off a thousand other. Yeah, and uh, what's his face, uh, Dana Gould, who did a lot of stuff for them. Mm. I think he might have ran a couple of seasons. He 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 worked with Park. He worked on Parks and Rec too. So it's like mm. uh, all that NBC kind of stuff ties mm-hmm. in with with the symptoms, Simpsons in a lot of ways. Yeah, I you should watch Parks and Rec. I will. Yep. At I least mean, the watch Hall of Famer the parks. loves it, so I don't mind going back. Oh and, come on! Yeah. yeah, then yeah, it's. I've watched it. I've watched it three times all the way through this year. By the way, wow! <laughs> I don't so, have the pa- I don't have the patience. Or yeah, I can't see myself sitting down to rewatch a whole sequence of. I mean, I like picking out the, the you know the bits and pieces that I that I like, but I, it's hard for me to imagine I'm just gonna like watch a run of four. Like I'm not gonna go rewatch Breaking Bad. I like Breaking Bad. I, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go. Right. Oh, I'm not watching. Re- I'm no. not rewatching Breaking Bad or The uh, Wire. I mean, this- The Wire. I that that was you know like I I can't. Yeah. I, well, that's, yeah. The dramas. That's, that's the dramas. Different. I can't rewatch. That's hard. I try to, you can't. You can't experience them in the same way. No. I've heard some. I, I have watch- some friends that have rewatched The Sopranos and just absolutely you know found it every bit as compelling and fantastic. See, and that would be. But that's, I tried and I couldn't get out of like the first four episodes. Huh. Well, I think there's an argument to to the fact that you may have missed things the first time you saw it. Oh, so you, you definitely missed things and, the yeah, first yeah. time. There's no question. Oh, yeah. So going back to rewatch it would, yeah. you know, you maybe understand the show a little more. I don't know. I'm not doing maybe. it for most of those dramas. Though. No, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Okay, well, let's let's pivot <laughs> and move on to... Um... That scene is not funny. <laughs> Just say it's... It's not I, funny. I um well, it may not be funny, but that is one of the few friends quotes that has lasted in this household. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is the, every, well, that's the that's the one that that's the literally the one I thought about when I was like, okay, you take the funniest stuff from that episode that people keep bringing up, and it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I can see it's why not. you're saying it's not funny. It really, it it really isn't that funny. Mm-mm. If I'm carrying a load, a huge, big couch down or up a stairwell i'm not i'm not listening to somebody yell pivot at me it is not funny (laughs) no it's not funny all right cut that out no i'm not cutting that out (laughs) just i was i was i was really genuinely like okay where is this going yeah i decided to quit what i was gonna i decided to change even you gave up on the thought i decided that's enough of that okay so that yes let's pivot to food or food adjacent or i actually just beverage tweets um Mm. the first from or the first from sully from boston at rice twist 
and he says i took a picture of this months ago and meant to ask mr coke jason what this was all about then totally forgot is coke going the way of oreo hashtag feedback friend hashtag sot hashtag sea of thieves and yes. he attaches a picture of cinnamon coke mm. uh, i don't do soda nowadays so this this is this is a no for me Sorry, I was waiting for the picture description. And we're not doing that anymore. There's no picture. I don't. Well, there must have been a picture. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the picture. I don't have. I don't see a picture here. Otherwise, I would describe picture. it. I'm sure there was. <laughs> okay, I, there I was remember seeing the six pack of or what twelve pack or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, uh, in a, this is may sound ridiculous. I mean, Coke already tastes a little bit cinnamon. I wouldn't say it tastes like cinnamon, but I would definitely say if you told me that cinnamon was one of the things in the in the Coke form, I would say, oh yeah. So it yeah, just doesn't I seem like it's it. adding anything to the flavor of Coke. It just seems like it's mm-hmm. like, like, what's that funny flavor in my Coke? It's not really like, ooh, that really punches it up. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my thought on this is I actually haven't drank a Coke in like three months. Mm. Um, so I've given up on that for many reasons. Yeah. But uh, the hmm, going the way of Oreo would be calling this pumpkin spice Coke. Yeah. Right. Which is, so, there's no. got to be a pumpkin spice Coke, right? I don't think so. Yeah, well. Because when you put, I mean, because, I mean, we talked about before, you put cinnamon in question. something and call it, pump, you just call it pumpkin spice and you've got a winner. So yeah. I would say Coke, no, hasn't gone, Coke, Coke doesn't go anybody's way. Coke does its own thing. Go your and own does not way. care. Yeah. And I can say that as a shareholder of yes. this corporation. Yes. Okay, so the answer is no, Coke is I didn't not say going. shares holder, keep in mind. I said share. share singular. <laughs> Okay, the next food tweet. Bob Walsh at Adadaya. Mm-hmm. Finish the fight with these tasty World Series bites at Nationals Park. Hashtag smart news. And the cover picture is a display of a mambo chicken donut. So we have two donuts. Oh, that's a donut. Uh, yeah. they, they appear to be I that a was a, like a bread croissant product. Oh, and then oh. between them, between the two donuts, is a tangy-looking chicken. Yeah, uh, slice of chicken breast sitting like a on a beautiful wing. wooden pa- pattern. You, did you want me to keep going? Or? <laughs> keep going. And behind it is a gourd or a pumpkin. Pumpkin. And uh, looks like a, a maybe on the no, left there's, there's a, gourd. a gourd. There's a gourd there and too. On, and on the back right. Beyond the, the, the sign, Mambo Chicken Donut, Taste of the Majors with the curly W, is the pumpkin. This, so is this made by Walgreens? Yeah. Well, oh, that's Washington. That's the Nationals. So their description is, ditching a traditional bun for a glazed donut, a fried chicken breast is covered in Mambo sauce. What is Mambo sauce? I don't know, but what, whatever Mambo what, sauce whatever is, don't put it in my it. glazed donut. <laughs> Did they take Lou Bega and strain him <laughs> and put and coat it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not eating this. No. Not a chance. But the, the main reason I wanted this to be included is to congratulate all the Nats fans that listen to this yes. podcast. Your Nats won the World yeah. Series. Yeah, congratulations. That's well done. Entertaining yes. as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. You had nothing to do with it unless you were actually on the team. No, but we'll, we're <laughs> yes. happy for you. Well, we can be happy yeah. for you. you yes, yeah, so obviously. Yeah, you can be happy. That's why I said your Nats won. I didn't say yeah. you guys you won. Or we. We did it. And there, are, did. there are a lot of uh, 
listeners to this podcast who are Nats fans, but I, I must Absolutely. specifically shout out to our buddy John Fitzpatrick, who's oh, yes. a huge yes. Nats fan, and took Brad and me to a game while we were in town for Jingle Fest, mm-hmm. but also... Yep. I saw John on national yes. TV. On yes. TV at one yes, of his I playoff games. I think and it was yeah. the, was it the um, first? Uh, well, I mean, was it the the playing game? I can't remember. Or was uh, it just, I can't remember if it was the wild card or during the series with the Dodgers. Or it might have been the Dodgers. Yeah, I thought it was with the Dodgers. I knew I'm, John I'm, was going to yeah, go to that game, so maybe I was mm-hmm. a little more heightened to see him in the crowd. Like maybe my senses were more heightened. But I yeah, but I mean, so. well, I, that that was yeah. like an amazing pick. That's yeah. that was like you eyed that like a coyote. Yeah. It's just like a coyote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing I want to point out about this tweet from Bob is that it actually came from his daughter. Yeah, ah. the next the next tweet, Bronwyn at Bron Whizzle. Yes. I'm yes. pretty sure that's his daughter. She says, I yes. think I gain weight just by looking at this. <laughs> yes, that that may be the best handle I've seen in a while. Bron Whizzle. Bron Whizzle. I think I think that's Bron a Whizzle. version of a of a a food dish, a dish that got its start at the North Carolina State Fair, which was the Krispy Kreme burger, where they would serve uh, burgers yuck. in between, in between Krispy. That Kreme. cannot be any good. Well, a lot of people. It ate cannot them. be. <laughs> Do you know what I think is good? Um, that I that I've in the past thought would be disgusting, but now watching some commercials, I think might be actually kind of good. Is the whole chicken and macaroni and cheese. I think it's KFC. I don't know. I just think it looks gross. Like, I'm talking about the chicken fingers in the macaroni and cheese dish. Yeah. Oh, like, I've seen that, like, served on a sandwich. Like, you put, you know, you put mac and cheese on top of your burger or you put it oh, on top of your, your chicken sandwich. I haven't seen that. I've seen that. Too. But, but those, it, those oh, are two had, things that you typically eat together. Yeah. Though. Have you ever had, like, a turkey tetrazzini? Do you know what that is? A turkey yes. what? Turkey tetrazzini. Tetrazzini. Isn't that like a in, sauce? It, well, you take leftover turkey and then you throw it in a pot of spaghetti and then you sauce it with what is essentially the sauce for macaroni and cheese. Although okay. it's not necessarily exactly that sauce, but it's something like that sauce. Yeah. So and basically, so you're, it's, me, it's, it's basically like, chicken or turkey and pasta. Yeah, we're just fooling yeah. you into thinking I guess it's that a makes different. Sense. Yeah. I'm sure they don't, probably donuts are. Donuts and barbecue chicken do not make no, sense to me. No. And I'm sure that. No. Chicken and macaroni and cheese does make sense, but my uh-huh. stomach does not handle macaroni and cheese. So basically, right. I've just put it out of my life. But recently, I've been craving that. <laughs> I put it out of my life. <laughs> so this tweet from Bronwyn, first of all, Bronwyn, welcome to Speaking of Tangents Feedback. But secondly, she, ain't listening to this. Secondly, she was coerced. <laughs> ain't nobody named Bron Whizzle listening to this. It, She's too cool for this stupid podcast. But talk about QE. Okay. Bronwyn, Bob Walsh tweets and Bronwyn's daughter answers. What? What? Well, she's his daughter. Bronwyn is his daughter. I imagine she probably follows him on Twitter. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I was. There was some other scenario. Like, (laughs) what are the odds that in a tweet to you, his own daughter would respond? I mean, I need to hear the explanation (laughs) behind the reasoning for where you thought that was QE. Because I, I really, genuinely cannot. Um, I was just (laughs) doing it because I knew that you would not, you would say it was not QE, which it definitely is not. I was doing it to Ah, rib you, Mick rib you. Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, so 
Last thing we have here is a Hall of Fame correction. We haven't had one of these for a while. My record was mm. pretty good for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sh- you didn't let her listen to the podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, so last time I said we got six cartons of cookie dough. Apparently we. Oh yeah, that's from her uh, from the thing she won. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently we got three boxes of cookie dough, or a hundred and eight cookies. So I got that wrong. Well, you said you said six cartons, mm-hmm. and she said three boxes, so it could be two cartons yeah. to a box, right? Yes. I, I'm going to say you're right in that. I'm going to say yeah. you're both right. Awesome. Good. That's it. Validation. And affirmation. Uh, what? And affirmation. Affirmation. Baby. Sure. Anything else? No, that'll do it. Brad, thanks for joining us. Yes. Sure. Happy to oblige. <laughs> Just trying Was to that a question? A, no, sure. just trying try to provide some little enthusiasm here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's, he's bringing it back to the beginning. The, exactly. the, that's right. That's is this a statement or a question? That's right. That's right. So tell us he about your caribou coffee. <laughs> he's a professional. <laughs> that's right. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm not phoning this in. Good. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. Speaking of tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. QE by K.J. Onstead. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.